45th episode we've done together. Uh, I'm going to just blitz you right off the top. Bears player, number 45. Go with Robert Chauncey. Robert who? Robert Chauncey. Robert Chauncey. Uh, he's a 45 to folk member right now. Uh, probably late 90s, early 2000s. Fullback, running back. You know what? He might have been on that 05 team. He might have been there with uh, Thomas Jones. How did you forget Robert Chauncey? Yeah, I think he was on the two guy. I think he was on that lovey on that lovey team. Forty five is a funny number for me. Um, I know Gary Fensick, a Chicago favorite. He wore forty five. Um, right, that was Doug Plank that wore forty six, right? I think so. Other than yeah, I wore Chris I'm Harris. Uh, funny way to end. Gary Fenty is, is, is a much better 45 representative. Yeah, the Gary, the, the Gary Fensick show. Uh, he's still on the news, I believe. So, uh, final word is he on there? I haven't I watched he, yeah, yeah. regular TV in such a long time. Yeah, I, I ain't. <laughs> Fox 32. I ain't seen him. I ain't, I ain't watched that in a minute either. So, I don't, I don't even know if he's still out there. I know Walter Jacobson ain't on it no more, but that's that's probably I'm aging myself. I'm aging myself. He's been off the Walter news for Jacob. at least ten years. I remember the final word you always had Jay Cutler on at the end of another game full of turnovers, and I just would like to see how that got to. He would just look dead at the camera and have no soul, no remorse for what happened that day. Matter with a good Jay Cutler game, a bad Jay Cutler game, same guy. Just didn't care. Nah, he didn't care, not at all. That's why I'm glad he's not the quarterback anymore. We got a we got a quarterback that I'm I can stomach more. Pause. I, I like uh, I like both our quarterbacks personally. Yeah. Um, I want to see both of them play better. But I, 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 they're likable guys. They're guys you could. Mm -hmm. I would have no problem. You know, like if one of them could emerge and be, you know, superstars, that'd be beautiful. They're, they're, they're two good kids, easy to root for. So mm -hmm. when you, when they play bad, you feel bad for them. Jay Cutler felt bad. Just felt like, look at this douche. Who's that? So. I rooted against Jay Cutler. I I'm, I'm ashamed to say it. You know, I'm not ashamed to say it. I rooted against him. He he made me so mad that first year he got here. He came up. He came in here talking about, yeah, we was going five interceptions. I think he threw five interceptions three times in his Bears, in his Bears I career. Remember through, uh, that was the first game against the Packers, and I remember it was, a, it was either Thursday night or Monday night against the Against the Niners, Niners. yeah. And we got into the red zone like four times, and you threw four red zone interceptions. No, I think I think it was two red zone picks in that game. I think it was two I red zone picks. I know it was two that ended up in the end zone. I know there were about four of them when we were driving. We might not have been in the red zone, but we were like inside the 40, and Jay was just throwing some shit. He was – I mean, there's no excuse for five interceptions. I don't care if you and your receivers aren't on the right page, took passes, uh, just a great play about it. Five of them in one game is, is absolutely crazy. To do that twice, 
The Bears were never a team that were throwing 40, 50 times a game. So how did you come up with five interceptions? You think throwing you throw five four? interceptions is bad? He threw four he to four the four same to person. Four to D'Angelo Hall? D'Angelo Hall ain't good that day. D'Angelo Hall was a up and down type player, a streaky corner who you could pick on. Jay was right about that. You could pick on him. It's just that Jay was not the guy to pick on. Uh, Jay was just throwing picks to him. Jay Cutler is the first quarterback in NFL history to get picked on by the defense. It's usually quarterbacks pick on defensive players. He got picked on by the defense. Especially the Packers defense, which made, which made me even more angry. You know what else makes me angry about Jay Cutler? I remember when he first got here, the NFC North had a lot of buzz in terms of quarterback position. Brett uh, Favre was in Minnesota. Aaron was starting in Green Bay. He was on the second year. I think when Jay Cutler got here, the second year started. And he showed, a, you know, showed flashes. And they asked Jay Cutler who was the best quarterback in the NFC North. Arrogant douche said, well, I think he's still Brett Favre by a little. Me and Aaron are about the same. And Aaron is went on to have a Hall of Fame career. There's been nothing similar about Jay and Aaron at all since that point. There was never a question who was the better quarterback. Garbage. Uh, garbage, garbage, garbage. He, he didn't lead a team. And, and you definitely came, you know, a lot of Bears fans like to blame the organization for the players' downfall. He I didn't mean, lead a team and go. That's yeah. what victims do. That's what abused victims do. We, we need to have abuse awareness. Stop blaming yourself for what the Bears do and their nonsense. You know, we always want to blame the, the offensive line, the coordinator. It's, it, we've been doing this for like 37 years. We blame everything but the Maybe the quarterback shouldn't have been good. Maybe he's just not good. He didn't go. He didn't leave the Bears and, and you know, Regain some type of uh, uh, four thousand yard pedigree that he had in Denver. No, nah, he he left the Bears and was still it was still mediocre at best. I said he had a few flashes in, in Miami, and then they got tired of him, just like we were tired of. Him. Speaking of players that might be tired of Chicago or vice versa. Yeah, man, good segue. So. It's been a year since we traded probably our best draft pick in a gen of what what ten years? Uh Roquan Smith. He he was traded in on Halloween, as a matter of fact, 2022 season. It's been 18 games since then. Uh he had a interview with Al Breer from Sports Illustrated. After the win against the Seattle Seahawks last last weekend, and he says he says it makes him happy knowing that his career is not going down the drain after the trade from the Bears. Um, after I read, you know, I, I saw the quote and it was it was wild, <laughs> but I read the story and you know he's not wrong. Wrong? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I said it's been 18 games. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quiz you again. How many games do you think the Bears have won in those 18 games? Since he's been gone? Since he's been gone. Two. There you go. Two. The two be one this year. 
We yeah. immediately went into tank mode the second we traded what broke on. We lost nine straight to end this season. Um, Are we still tanking? <laughs> What's happening we're, now? We're perpetually tanking in on the uh, on the lake front. Um, so the Bears are two and sixteen since the Roquan trade. I think the Baltimore Ravens are about to be a playoff team for the fifth time in the last six seasons. Um, oh, they're probably they're probably the best team in the league right now. Uh man, I got I still gotta I can't never I can never go against the Pat Mahomes led team. And what the Eagles are doing right now. Um, I don't know. I still got to go with the Eagles. I, I feel like we haven't even seen the best of the Eagles yet. I definitely don't think. No, you, you're right. We haven't seen the best of the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles have played up to their potential at all this what are season. Are they seven and one, eight and one? I think they're eight and one. Yeah, this is crazy. They're, they're a one loss team, and I don't think we've seen the best of the Eagles. I mean, they're all their, they're, they're all, with all their pieces. I feel like they, they can still reach another level. I feel like a lot of games, they let opponents hang in there too long, and then they shut the door in the fourth quarter. But I don't know. I, I'd yeah. probably go with the Eagles. But the Ravens right now, they've been the most consistent team in the AFC. They've been the most balanced team in the AFC. The second-best defense in the league. Um, their offense has been up and down. I mean, they, they've had games. They've destroyed. They took apart. Detroit. They took apart Seattle. Those are two division leaders right now. They took them apart yeah. limb by limb. Um, Baltimore's yeah, bad. yeah, Baltimore's a, a good looking team right now. Uh, like I, I said, they're they're about. Hmm? I, I, I try to keep my fantasy players away from Baltimore's defense. That be, that, especially, <laughs> especially if it's a quarterback. They are the best uh, pass defense in the league by far. They are terrorizing quarterbacks. Yeah, I started Amari Cooper one week against him. He, I, I, I didn't even know if he was playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that defense is terrible. That defense is is terrible to play against. Um, and Roquan is Cal pretty Hamilton, much the, the crown Marlon, jewel. Humphrey, Roquan, yeah, Cal Hamilton, yeah. yeah, Patrick Queen. Yeah, they, they, Patrick they Queen dogs. was a good linebacker before Roquan got there. And now he's their second best off-ball linebacker. That's crazy when Patrick Queen isn't your best linebacker. That's, that's wild. Wild business. Uh, the Bears set them up. They set them up. Baltimore's about to be about to make the playoffs for the fifth time in six seasons. Chicago's uh, – We got a second-round pick for them. We got a second-round pick for them. You know, we, love, whole, we love sending away those second-round picks and acquiring we actually, them. We actually drafted that one. Drafted Roquan? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we drafted uh, Dexter with that pick, right? With that second round pick? Yeah. For uh, Roquan? Um, yeah. It gets a little fuzzy because they traded us for Tyreek Stevenson. I don't know if that second if they kept that second round pick or they used it to trade up. Whatever the case, uh, they haven't got the return on Roquan that they, yeah. Yeah, man, for all pro, yeah, we did. We drafted, we got the 53rd overall. We drafted Dexter with that pick. Uh, we also got a fifth, we got a fifth round pick 
and we drafted Suell and uh Klein. You know, Klein's not on the team no more. So uh, right, right. They traded Klein. They, not, they never. I don't even think he. I don't know if he ever suited up for us. No. Um, Baltimore won that trade <laughs> easily. <laughs> easy. Easy. Got a easy. twenty. Well, I think he was twenty-four at the time. How's Roquan? Twenty-six. Roquan is yeah, twenty-six years old. Just turned twenty-six. Yeah, they got a they got a guy who's gonna be playing at a barn injury, playing on pro level for the next five years, five six years. That's tough. He's gonna he's he's on a Hall of Fame trajectory, and he'll be going in as a Raven, not a Bear. I'm 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 a little sour about that. No, I'm I'm a lot sour about that. Would have been our we, we would have kept the tradition going with a great linebacker play. Now he he's keeping the tradition tradition going, help build the tradition the in Baltimore. Yeah, um, oh. yeah, that that's a gut punch. But you know we got we got Tremaine. You know we got Tremaine Edmonds. We gonna we gonna we gonna keep it going. We gonna keep I, it going. I remember somehow. arguing. Tremaine's a good player. Tremaine is not head. There, there's nothing right now that was that would suggest Tremaine is headed to the Hall of Fame. Um, not even headed to the Pro Bowl anymore. I think he's got one Pro Bowl, one maybe two. Tremaine Edmonds has two Pro Bowls. Two Pro Bowls. I think Roquan only has one, but Roquan is by far the better player. Yeah, Roquan has one Pro Bowl, one All Pro. And he's been cheated out of. He was cheated out about two Pro Bowls with the Bears. And yeah, probably, he definitely, definitely was. Uh, he definitely. Twenty eighteen, I know he held out and, and didn't play much the first two games, even though he had a very good. He he empty. I think he got a sack on his first play in Green Bay, but he was still behind your face. And then uh, uh, geez, his name's escaping me. Uh, Nick uh, can't remember his last name. Something with a K. I can't. It's, it's a tough last name, but uh, I thought he could have win in that first year, definitely that second or third year to the Pro Bowl I, with us. But I, uh, I misspoke. He's got one first team All Pro. He's made the Pro Bowl team three times. I mean, the All Pro team three times. Right. There was a couple times he he made an All Pro team with us, but didn't make the Pro Bowl. And that that was like, how were you an All Pro? But not worthy of being a Pro Bowler. Like All Pro is a higher prestige Pro Bowl because right. talking about the entire NFL, not the just the NFC. But yeah, Roquan is Roquan is already put together. He's putting together a Hall of Fame resume. You you get three All Pro nominations. You you're you're treading the camp. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We let a, we let a Hall of Fame out the door. Uh, because we didn't get one to get 100 million. Um, that sucks. We can, we can talk about that for a while. Roquan's quote hurts, but uh, I know where that came from. I, I don't necessarily think his career was going down the drain, but he wasn't in position to contend for a Super Bowl with this team like he no. is with the Ravens. Absolutely, absolutely. For him, it, it it was the best thing that could have happened to him. He got his money, and he got got his opportunity to keep, you know, to compete, compete for the highest highest reward in the game, and that's that uh Lombardi Trophy. What's strange so, is Rupon actually is he's actually seen two playoff bursts with the Bears in three and a half years. That's crazy, right? It, it happened. It feel like it was so long ago. It feels like it was so long ago, and. and 
I, I know I should, but I almost missed that Matt Nagy, Ryan Pokes era. Even though it was frustrating, I almost miss it. I, I, I'll take an 8-8 eight eight right now. What I wouldn't give for an 8-8. Eight eight. What I would give for an 8-8. Eight eight. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, you know, we can still win eight games this season. And it's starting Thursday. Let's talk about that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Carolina Panthers, the one and seven Carolina Panthers led by Bryce Young, the 2022 number one draft pick, are coming to Chicago. They're coming to the lakefront, Soldier Field, to play the Bears. On Thursday Night Football, Amazon exclusive. I don't know why this team, either one of these teams, are on primetime. This is actually the Bears' third primetime game uh, this season, which is ridiculous if you think about it. But as of today, Justin Fields has logged his fourth consecutive practice, um, limited practice, uh, there's pretty much all walkthroughs when you get a limited practice walkthroughs and uh, sideline work. Um, the Bears have listed him as doubtful. So it looks like the T-back era will move on for at least yeah. another week. Yeah. It's, so, it's confusing because uh, Deeper said if the game was Sunday, he I think he said he has no doubt Justin would play. I don't know what type of Wolverine-type healing happens from Thursday to Sunday, but apparently it does. Uh, yeah. So I'm confused. But confusion has been a consistent thing with this organization and this particular re regime. You know, you send Roquan away for a second-round pick, then trade a second-round pick for Chase Claypool, send Khalil Mack away for a second-round pick, and then send a second round pick for another edge rusher. I, I don't I don't know. Are we spinning our wheels a little bit? I think that if you heard Iberflu said it, I think you should take it with a grain of salt. That man get up there every Wednesday and just say BS. I I'm done listening to him and thinking that you know I'm gonna get the truth out of it. I just, you know, I'll see what I'll see what you put out there on the field. And I'll take my and I'll make my opinion based on that. Every time I look at Matt Eberflew stand there, I think high school, middle school gym teacher. He definitely looks like a guy with the whistle that tells you to run laps. And then you do fitness tests. He's starting to look a lot less head coaching than when yeah, we man. first started. We should have known that when he started, we came up, when he pulled up with that hits principle, because that is something a, your PE teacher would tell you. That, you know, write this down. This is going to be on the final. We taking a test for uh, a gym class? Uh, what is this? I didn't bring no paper. What What is this H-I-T-S stuff you want us to remember? That We should have known then. You should have known then. I think the S, the S, 
and it should be at the beginning of it. If that's what the principle has been. Agree. H S H I T is what you get out of Eberflus. Yeah. And that's probably what's what's going to be the uh outcome of this game. So Carolina's coming into Chicago. They are three and a half point dog. Um DraftKings has the over under at 38 and a half. Both of these both of these defenses haven't shown much fight so far. Uh Neither has the offenses, as as a matter of fact. I would um, say both of these defenses look better than both of these offenses, though. <laughs> both of these teams are just bad. Three wins combined. Right. Um, and the offense, and, and the offense for both teams, it's just for Bryce Young, he he struggled. Mm-hmm. He's definitely struggled. Um. You got a lot of Panthers fans wishing they get to uh, CJ Struve. CJ CJ is a baller, man. Five touchdowns got, last you know, night. CJ got Bears fans wishing that maybe we kept the number one pick and, and took him. I mean, I he wouldn't argue it. with him. He can spin it. Yeah, the, uh, the boy. I mean, he's certified right now. He's doing it. He's doing it off in the pocket. Hey, I mean, he's, I mean, killing it. Um, so Carolina, they come into the game averaging 17-point game. The Bears are averaging 20. Both of them are in the bottom half of the uh, the, the league in scoring. Uh, both of them are giving up. Well, Carolina's giving up over 28 points a game. Chicago's giving up 27. It's pretty much about the same, <laughs> about the same. Um, both of them are negative in the takeaway uh, difference, which is why the Bears have the loss they have there. They've given they they're negative nine in a uh, turnover differential. Um, Carolina's negative four. Uh, their pass their passing offense is twenty seventh in the league. Their rushing offense is twenty fourth in the league. Our Passing offense at 24th in the league. We can run the ball at, at the very least. We, we're fourth in the league in running. We got that. Um, the Carolinas, they're actually fifth in the league in uh, defending the pass, which is pretty, pretty, pretty surprising, to be honest with you. But they're almost last in the league in running, uh, in the well, running so that defense. Could be, that could be somewhat misleading. Perhaps yeah. there have been a lot of games where. The fourth quarter was meaningless. There was teams not needing to throw the ball against them, and they're literally running to run the clock out. So uh, uh, the Panthers got a couple good DBs. Uh, what, what's that? It took Lads here, Horn? Yeah, J.C. Horn. Horn. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy that he, he, he's showing stuff over there. Uh, but, yeah, that, that could be misleading. Sometimes when you're a bad team, you're not in games in the second half, uh, your pass defense – doesn't get um, you know tested as much. You know mm-hmm. teams are making short passes or running the ball, and they're not running the high volume of plays anymore. It's just trying to get through the week, you know, without injury. Uh, on the same side of that coin, uh, the Bears are fourth in the league in rush defense. Uh, teams say, you know what? All right, we're not we're not even gonna try to run the ball. We know you can't defend our pass. Let's just go over the top and. 
for the most part, they've, they've been successful. We're 28th in the league in the, in the past. Yeah. And um, I don't think our, I don't think that ranking of fourth is uh, reflective of how good the Bears' run defense is. But I will say on a consistent basis, the Bears hold up pretty favorably against the run. Billings, is, is, he's really played well the last few weeks, and they even rewarded him with an extension. He's been He's been, he, he's he's been creating some chaos at the line of scrimmage, taking on double teams. Uh, Walker, they don't get to the quarterback well, but Walker's a, another guy who's good. Who's a good run defender. He's, he's good on the mm-hmm. edge. You can even move him inside. He's good inside against run defense. And uh, Edwards has, has been tackling well. So I think the Bears, yeah, they they, they rank fourth. They're not that good. But looking at football, you Sunday, they're in the better half of the league run defense. And then some of it, they, they play some teams who can't run the ball. Minnesota can't run the ball. Washington can't run the ball. Uh, Denver doesn't run the ball well either. No. Uh, and I don't think they had Javante Williams that day. I, even though McLaughlin ran all over us. But yeah, the Bears haven't they haven't played any of the better run deep, run offenses in the league. So. Um, for the Bears, um... It looks like Tremaine Edmonds is not going to play. Uh, I don't think that much. I think Sanborn has done. Sanborn did a. He played a game. He had himself a game Sunday. Sanborn has done well every time he's been asked to man that middle. He has. Yeah, it it sucks for uh, Tremaine because he injured his knee twice in that game. And it was just a little. The first time, like, uh, I may have dodged the bullet, came right back in the game and got a hit he again. Like, oh, no. Yeah, he should have came back in. Yeah. Nate Davis is going to be out. Yeah, so more. Uh, right here, Patrick, yes. Yeah. More of your favorite. On the Carolina side for their injury report, Brian Burns, he like he's going to be out as well from uh, from concussion. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, he's going to be. He, I don't even think he's played all year. Um, CJ Henderson is going to be out. Um, Steven Sullivan might going to be out. And DJ Chark is, um, he's doubtful. Uh, so we might, we might get Von Bell though. He had, he was a full participant in Wednesday's walkthrough or practice, whatever. He's dealing with a quad issue. So he might play. Uh, how do you see it so far? We got two bad teams, two funky offenses, two funky defenses. You looking at a high scoring game, low scoring game? How you how you figure? Uh, low scoring game. Uh, is Khalil Herbert is he a full go today? He was. Uh, you know, last time the Bears had Khalil Herbert, Dante Foreman, and uh, Roshan Johnson all healthy, they chose to make Foreman the inactive, which is kind of strange because I thought all all preseason and uh, even through the first couple of weeks he was a backup running back, but. They phased him out completely. Uh, I'm interested to see how they have the running back uh, room split because I'm. I mean, I think Foreman has kind of earned some carries the last few weeks. He's played pretty Agreed. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a lower scoring game, and I'm gonna edge. I'm gonna edge Bears. I'm gonna say Bears 24-17. I feel like DJ Moore and Foreman have good games. Revenge of the X Panthers. It's gonna be the thing. 
The Carolina Panthers are one and six against the spread all season. And every one of their games have gone under. Uh, I've said it on, a, on the gambling show a lot this season. Offenses are down. I do agree. It's going to be a low-scoring game. That 38 and a half. Down around the league. It is. It is. It is. It is. It's second year in a row. Yeah. I miss a, it's, I got, it's a lot of bad quarterback play out there. Mm-hmm. You got quarterbacks getting hurt, too. So, I mean, Kirk Cousins That's is down. A, um, Aaron Rodgers Rod- is down. Tannehill Stafford's down. That makes a lot of difference. No, it doesn't. You know, he, I mean, he, he I mean the, Rams, the ball off anyway. The Rams went from Stafford to Brett Rippon, and it's such a – I mean, I don't expect your, your backup to be as good as a starter, but that is – I mean, Rippon looks terrible uh, Shouldn't be in the league. Shouldn't, Shouldn't be in the league. That that is such a that is such a downgrade from Stafford to Ripon. Mm-hmm. Somebody call Kaepernick. Too many worse than some of these guys. Speaking of, he's still trying to make a comeback. Kaepernick is still out there uh, soliciting NFL teams. As long as these bums are out here throwing the ball into the third row and into the dirt. Um, with a, a, a five yard short of their a target, it's got an argument. Like, hey, I could do that. <laughs> Give me a check. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually mobile. Like, <laughs> when right. I don't do that, I might actually break one. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm inclined to get on that argument train with Kaepernick. Like, you know what? I could do that. <laughs> Let me go out there and throw uh, four interceptions. I could do it. There's a, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks. Occupying roster spots. It's about a hundred quarterbacks in the league, give or take. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think there's twenty of them that's actually good. No, I would say there's about out, out of all the humans playing quarterback. <sighs> there's nine of them which I'd be okay with, you know, as my franchise quarterback. I don't think no. There's not nine. There's about there's about seven or eight. And there's about it, it. We have this argument all the time on the uh, the homies show. Where do you rank Dak? Wherever you have Dak, everybody after him is not good. If you Ooh, got Dak in your top ten, there's 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 not there's ninety quarterbacks that ain't good. I got Dak around thirteen, fourteen, around that way. So everybody behind him. They got about 12. Off the top of my head, I probably got 12, yeah. Everybody behind him, you got to show, you got to prove it. You got, you either got more to prove, and that's specifically for, like, the C.J. Strouds and, you know, those guys ain't done enough work yet. You either got more to prove or I've seen enough, you're not good. You're not good, yeah. Yeah. Um, back to this game, though, yeah, I agree. It, I, I can't. I, I'll be shocked if they combine for 40 points. Shocked. Um, I don't think any one of these offenses are worth a damn. The T-bag era. I mean, if he comes out there and just looks down guys and throws it, throws it into the wind, I don't, I don't know how windy it's going to be on the lakefront t- tomorrow night. But it's not supposed to be super cold. It's probably in the, like, high 40s by, by See, takeoff. Here's the thing why that over-under is so tricky to me. While these aren't good offenses, these are offenses that are capable 
of scoring at any second, you know, for the defense. I mean, Bryce Young threw two touchdowns at Kenny Moore last week, correct? Mm-hmm. It was it two was it two touchdowns at Kenny Moore? Two of them. Yeah, two of them. So uh these offenses are explosive, not the right explosive. And Bryce Young is he gets sacked and stripped too. So I'm not discounting a defensive touchdown or a turnover deep in either one of these teams' uh red zone area. So those are things that 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 can that can really affect this over and under. You know what I see? I see more. I don't see anything dramatic like that. I see more of the Bears being able to run the ball and then you know, move the chains up, up, up until about the forty yard line, and then they get stopped. They got a punt. It's too long to kick. You don't trust Santos for the for the forty five a longer field goal attempt. They punt it, and then the Packer, uh, the Panthers have about five have about five or six plays. They punt it back. And it's just, you know, and the clock just keeps moving. Um, you, I can see. <laughs> Sounds like we all waste our Thursday night. <laughs> 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 you know, this is on Amazon. I, I might be tempted to finish uh, Gen Z or the Will of Todd. Like, don't, don't test me. I'm, I'm the fourth <laughs> punch. I might just go and I might just start. Well, I'm, I'm, I think I'm on episode three on Gen Z. You know, I I I, I can spend that three hours. I can I can knock out two or three episodes. I think I'm, I'm on the second season. Will on t- Will of Time. I'm in either episode two or three. You know, I I can get a lot done. Listen, you know, also on Amazon coming on tomorrow is uh episode two of Invincible. Like you already said, Gen V is on there. You got the season uh, finale of Loki. Uh, it's a lot of you know the Bears, put, the Bears and Panthers. They they better put up some points, or you know it's gonna be some eyeballs drifting away. See, this is why when I watch Bears games, whatever app I'm using, I make sure to put it on the TV. Because if it's if I'm watching the game on the Infinity Mobile app or whatever sports app, I might hit that back button after somebody frustrates me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's too convenient. For me to click on another app and just not watch another three and out. <laughs> I'm not mad. It's at just you, too convenient. Super convenient. Super convenient. Uh, but you know what? That might work in Amazon's favor. This put this trash game on there, and people they're gonna, they're gonna already be on the app. What are they gonna do? It's almost Christmas time. Let me get this Christmas shopping done early. Uh, and I'm like you said, I'm, let me watch. You geniuses. Yeah. And send us some money, Amazon. We, we've given plenty of ideas for you. You know, Amazon, this is free marketing <laughs> for you guys. Oh, yeah. And, and it's in it's a Chicago market. You're going to have all these people in Chicago watching the game, and then you know, the game is not going the way. It's not very entertaining. You're already on the app. They're going to just send you stuff like, hey, did you buy this? This is in your cart. You want to go ahead and get this? Yeah. Empty that you know. cart. Empty that yeah. cart. The bears frustrated you. Don't empty that cart. Exactly. Buy yourself, exactly. buy yourself a gift to make you feel better. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're down, you go do a little shopping. The bears will get you down. It happens. It happens. They've gotten me down quite often. I wish, I wish they got me down to the point where I just buy stuff. It usually get me down to the point where I just go to sleep. Or 
<laughs> or, just, or just pour, or, or you know, walk outside and go to the nearest bar. Uh, the Bears are frustrated me to go into the gym. I have to thank them for that. They, they frustrated me right to the gym. Gain frustrated gains. I like it. Um, all right. So you called the game. You said you got the bear final score. What was it? Bears win how much? I got a 24-17, but now that I'm doing some more thinking, I think I'm gonna go with a 20. Uh Bears 20 Panthers 16. Yeah, I think the Bears should win this game. I, if the Bears don't win this game, there is some. Listen, we all know Eberflus and Cruz getting fired anyway. But if you lose this game, you are terrible. Not only that, not only that, but you messing up draft plans for the next coach. Yeah, you got to get you up out of here right now. We got to we got to get you up out of here right now because we need Carolina to stay with that one loss. Yeah, stay definitely. with that one loss. You can't have them tie up, tie us up with two, and that's that. That no, nah, that math don't math. Arizona so, and the Giants, to quote Dion, they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> the boys ain't playing no games down there. Anytime right. you get blown out by Vegas, we know what you're doing. Yeah, and <laughs> Vegas is tanking. <laughs> we know what you're doing. Danny Jones, Needham, Buckle, they don't care. Danny, some guy named Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito. Who, who he started again this weekend. He started again this weekend. I don't think that guy completed 10 passes in a game. And I, I don't think the Giants are, are at all upset about that. The Giants he receiving looked, court looks like a, a bunch of guys that wouldn't make most NFL rosters. I don't know who any of their receivers are. Well, I know every one of their receivers is every free agent pool of every fantasy league I'm in. That's bad offense. <laughs> I, I've never seen a team have their entire receiving core. In the, I mean, there's Wandale in there. There's Darius Slayton. Everybody who plays receiver for the Giants is in the free agent. Darius Slayton's still in the league? He's, he, he's, he's still out there. Jesus. Tommy DeVito... For the quarterback, the starting quarterback for the Giants, he looks like Jersey Shore. He looks like Jersey Shore, and Who let it that looks guy like <laughs> it looks like Danny Jones's uh, career might be, you know, flashing before his eyes. He keeps getting hurt. He was on. He's on a bridge quarter. He's on a bridge contract as it is. And if they keep losing, you're, they're going to draft his replacement. They're going to draft Drake May. And Danny Jones, adios, muchachos. I think that, I mean, there's no way the Giants aren't pulling quarterback in that first round. There's probably going to be, there's at least three guys right now who will be drafted in the first round. By the time the NFL hype machine rolls around in February, you know, every quarterback looks like he's the next sleeper. Uh, that's how guys like Dak Wilson end up. Rocketing from a second round pick to number two overall, you're right. going to hear Stuart Sanders. You're probably going to hear Bo Nix in there. Uh, you're going to hear the kids from from Michigan. I think next year, as as down as quarterback players in the league, I would not be surprised there were five or six guys to go in the first round next year. Oh, I think they got five in the in the mock draft right now. You got, you got I, Caleb. I you got Caleb. You got Penix. You got Dre. 
You got Drake May. You got Bo Nix. Um, who else? Uh, that's Steve four right Shador. there. I've seen Shadour in a lot of the mix. He's, he's in the first round, too? Yeah, I've seen him in there in a lot of All box. Right, that's, that's five. You got Shador. Um, there's a guy. There's somebody I'm missing. Um, J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. That's six. Yeah, the Michigan I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, six. And then there's a couple other guys who are who all they need is a good bowl game and, and a good workout, and they're somewhere in the mm-hmm. end of the first round, early second round. And it happens every year. Yeah. Well, that came out of last. No, I don't think Will Levis. I think his stock fell. Because he, he, he put Mayo his, his his stock yeah he got drafted in the second round his stock failed because because he, he put Mayo in his coffee that's why his stock his stock failed but the boy the, the boy be uh he be slinging that thing. he slung that thing against uh what was it the Falcons he beat uh I think yeah. I don't remember it didn't look so good uh the last game well, but he was playing one of the best T.J. Watt is one of the best players in the league uh yeah. top five he made me a list yeah, of Player, player. I don't remember too many defensive players in my years of watching football who wins games. Am I really? I had to think about this. Like JJ was one of the best defense players. Is TJ in that conversation better than JJ? I would start the conversation. Career yet? JJ's got three defensive players, right? Not yet. Not yet. That the career, the resume conversation has not started yet. But as far as like peak, peak player. Oh, I think uh, TJ. Yeah. Yeah, TJ's a bad boy, and he's un- he's pretty much unblockable. Unblockable, and he and he does it in the clutch too. He's un- he he terrorizes you all game, and then get the- he keeps his de- he keeps this overrated Steelers team in these games because that That's offense can't do anything. Roster. That is not, not a very good roster. And, and even he, on the- he- and even outside of TJ, I wouldn't call the Steelers defense. Uh, Extremely talented, but TJ is such a terror mm-hmm. at, at that edge. Like he, that, that boy's gonna stop. And, and I and I love Garrett Miles. Man, it's like every time Garrett Miles does something to amaze us, TJ comes in upstage. I don't know mm-hmm. if Garrett's gonna get that defensive player of the year. No, 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 not not in the same, not playing in the same division with TJ. Definitely not. Um. Let me think. Uh, the thing is only got pretty good, defeat, good defensive players. P.J. Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick. Everybody else has average to below average. Uh, they got one of the Curry worst. Been playing a little better later. He was getting torched uh, earlier, and he's making me feel better. The, the thing about Jerry Port, uh, Joey Porter Jr., he's not a good tackler. That's why. That's why you don't start. And that's, that's why and that's start. crazy. That's crazy because his dad was such an intimidating force. His dad, dad was absolutely the guy that would demolish you. Yeah, dad would lay you out. Speaking of that, so it's the halfway point. Let's go ahead and give out some give out some awards for the Bears. Must Who you got good. for? <laughs> it's good content. Who's uh who do you think has been the the offensive MVP? And I'm using that term lightly. Offensive MVP for the Bears. Um I'm going to have to go with uh DJ Moore, but I actually struggle with this one. Uh, you know, 
thing about football is everybody talks about how it starts in the trenches, how you have to build a good, good offensive line and a good defensive line. And yet, at the end of the year, none of these awards are are any of the great offensive lines considered. So I actually consider Tevin Jenkins uh, for offensive MVP. But uh, Tevin missed him. several games. I'm going to go with mm-hmm. DJ Moore. That's my okay. offensive MVP. I think that's the only right answer, DJ Moore. He's had two great games. <laughs> we played nine games. He had two great games, two um, historical games. Everybody else has been good to bad. And the pendulum has been good more to bad. bad. Yeah, more, more bad. bad. If anybody is close to DJ, it's probably Darnell Wright. And like you said, Tevin Jenkins. Everybody else has been – I mean – Dante Foreman's had a couple of good games when he didn't get uh, uh when he did actually get in the game. Um, yeah, I think DJ is a easy call for That's offensive MVP right. so far. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's swing it to the let's swing it to the uh, swing it to defense. Off defensive MVP, I'm going to go ahead and say Jalen Johnson. I think Jalen Johnson's been our best defensive player, you know, from start to finish this season. Uh, we talked about it a couple of episodes ago, how he's how he's ranking up with other top top defense cornerbacks uh, in the league. Uh, it just it just makes perfect sense. You got no arguments out of me. It's it's, it's Jalen Johnson. Uh, he's the guy that's made the splash plays. He's got us consistently done his job. I don't believe he's been beat for a touchdown this year. I know he missed a couple games, but he's played a majority game. I don't believe he's been beat for a touchdown. Either. I don't think so either. I can't think of yeah. one off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, Edwards has played pretty good. Uh, TJ Edwards has played pretty good. Dillis uh, has played really good against the run the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And Sam Warren, when, he, when he's in, I mean, he's in. in, in in a 4-3 defense in 2023, strong side linebacks not going to play much. So I think it's Jalen, and I don't think it's really – it's not really close. Yeah, and I was trying to think about who who would come close, who will be a, 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 sec, a close second. And – There's really, no close second. No, I don't think there's it's a close a second, second. But, no, there's no close second. Yeah, I, I, I will, I'm trying to – Make an argument for uh for Edmonds or even TJ Edwards, but I don't think that would be. I don't think, no, you can't. I, I don't think there's no argument could be made for them to be defensive MVP. I think I think they both play solid, but pretty mm-hmm. unspectacular, and nobody else has made splash plays or impact plays definitely, on the defense at all. Definitely nobody in the back on that back line, Brisker and Eddie Jackson, talking about you guys. Brisker, when we hear Brisker's name called, it's usually them. Walking to the tent or laying there. Is mm-hmm. he playing this week? It says he will. Over under two times brisker to the tent. Oh man, that's way too high, man. I'm 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 going one. One. If he if he goes to the tent two, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad, like damn that was free money. <laughs> All right, man. Um I didn't give I didn't give my score for the game. I I see the game going. I can see the Bears winning at seven, maybe nineteen points. I think you said that 
17 to 19 points for the Bears. I got Carolina scoring six. Carolina faithful is not going to be happy if Bryce Young goes out there and gets them six after last week's performance. And after giving up multiple first round picks for uh for for him. Well actually yeah. it's only it's only two. Sorry. The third one yeah. became DJ Moore. They're gonna have to eat it, man, because it's gonna happen. <laughs> they gonna have to come come see the fruits of they la- fruits of their labor in Bryce and they ain't gonna have to come back and then watch what they paid for them on our team. Um, now, ooh, they don't have a first round pick next year. I was gonna ask a, I was gonna ask a controversial question. We 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 saw the Cardinals a couple of years ago. I'm not trying to compare Bryce to this guy, but we saw the Cardinals give up on their first round pick Rosen mm-hmm. um, in a year. I was gonna say, I don't think Bryce Young. I don't think. First of all, let me uh, say I don't think Bryce Young is anywhere near as bad as Rosen was. Um, I don't think Bryce Young is bad. I think he struggled, and I think the size is one of the physical limitations that you do have to ask. He's not going to play him his entire career. I think there may right. be a cap on how good he could be. I think he'll, he'll Bryce will be in the NFL. Bryce is an NFL quarterback. But I was going to ask if Carolina, because of how many quarterbacks are coming out, if they would maybe um, take, but they don't have a first round pick or win. They're, they're stuck yeah. with Bryce at least to year three. Yeah, unless they can make it, make, make do some more wheeling and dealing, but I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think I don't. It's, I think it's going to be with 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 the amount of hype around um around Caleb uh, Drake May and Michael Penix. I can see those guys going one, two, three, and I also see I also see. That being an, uh, a very hard top three to trade into next year. Yeah. If you if Harry. you want to trade into it, that top three next year, you're going to have to pay a pretty penny, which is why uh, the Bears need that draft position. They cannot let the Panthers off the hook. They got to nail them to the cross and leave them in that top two because yes. that pick, whether we decide to take a quarterback or or, or trade it. That's going to be very valuable. This is why, at the end of the day, I'm pulling for Justin to show us something in these last eight games. Maybe say, hey, I'm the franchise quarterback because that Panthers pick as a trade chip will be, well, hell, our pick as a trade chip. I forgot we're also two. Nope, 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 nope. I like I liked where you was going at the beginning. I like where you was going. It makes it it makes Pose's job a lot easier. If he if Justin shows shows that I, I flipped the switch, I figured it out. I'm ready for my next coach. That we gonna I, I'm the franchise. But Stand no pose. No, 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 no. No more trading back. No more trading away. Anything. Those two picks. You better go out there and get some guys. Go get some. Go get some. Uh, some foot soldiers for Justin. And I ain't talking about. Marvin Harrison Jr. For the life of me, I love Marvin. I'm going to disagree I, with you. I'm everybody, everybody wants, everybody wants that. Everybody wants it. But listen, time you bring it up. Listen, li- at, you've heard me bemoan all the first round picks we spent, all the top 32, all the top 32 picks we spent on wide receivers. You've heard He's me say this. Like any of them guys ever. He's, He's not, not like, like any of those guys. guys. He ain't. He ain't. He ain't. But 
for the for damn it, that is a hood ornament. Wide receiver is a hood ornament on now, a you could busted sell me car. On that. You could sell me on that. If that if the kid from Penn State checks out, you could sell me on bringing in that left tackle. I would never, I would never turn down a bookend. Next ten years, he's going to get six, seven Pro Bowls left tackle. I won't disagree with you on that. That's that's all I'm saying. Like a wide receiver is is you just it looks good on the car, but if the car is busted, damn it, you could go fix that cracked windshield. Like you need new you need new no tires. I, I get right. It. Having rims and no transmission. It's gonna be we sitting in the driveway. We, we it, it it looks good, but if the car don't if the car stopping off stopping on the damn run, what good is it for you? If you can't protect Justin. I got to do my research on uh, prospects, uh, but as of now, uh, the kid from Penn State, the tackle, and Jared Verse, uh, I got to see how Jared Verse is doing. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind getting the left tackle on the interest. You know, a lot's going to change before. A lot's going to change before April. But oh, of course. If, if it shakes out that there's a, there's a, like you say, a bookend left tackle right there and coming out of the Big Ten, Man, look. There's two guys that that, that are supposed to be franchise. There's two guys. Yes. One from Penn State. I'm not gonna say his name because I'm gonna butcher it. I'm and there's another guy. Um, I think there's another guy coming out of Iowa that uh it looked good, man. I mean I like the ten offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. I mean Detroit Lions, they're the number one team in the division. It wasn't a sexy pick when they took Sewell, uh, no. Sewell. It was a sexy he pick, but as they're working out, as, as we thought he was going to be, though, no, he, he he's he's he was his first two, three seasons, whatever. He was he was extremely dominant. He's, he's still really good, but he's, he's not. Extre- he's very good. We we thought he was going to be the Quentin Nelson out there, and he's falling mm-hmm. a little short of that. Still really good. Don't get me wrong. His next contract is going to be huge. <laughs> You're going to have to pay him a lot of money, but, mm-hmm. but I, I'll take him. I will take him. Yeah, but but the thing is, you got to start laying the foundation. You got to start laying the found the groundwork for what kind of team you're going to be. It can't all it can't all be splash guys. It can, it, you can't spend why you can't spend top thirty two picks on wide receiver. Again and again and again and again and again. And DJ because Moore technically was um, a first round investment. It was. It was an out of that trade. He was the first round investment. And I'm gonna go right back to the to the example of Detroit Lions. Remember when they spent first round picks on wide receivers oh, year in and year out again? Uh, what was the guy who uh, Charles, Charles Rogers? Rogers. And then there was another guy, uh, yeah, uh, Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Yep. They did. I think they did it three years consecutive, I think. And they were bummed all three of them years. They got Matt Mellon fired because he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, Detroit legend, by the uh, by the way. Um, Bring him back to the division. Just not as hard. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me not say that. Because I'll say that and knock on wood, he'll be our GM. Uh, bring him back to the division and give him the Packers or the Lions shot. Give him the Lions job back. I don't like what's going on in Detroit right now. You seem like they're finally figuring it out, and I don't like it at all. I'm not happy about that. Send him to Green Bay. Send him to Green Bay. 
He seems like a Green Bay guy. Put a piece of cheese on his head. And then hire Josh McDaniels as your head coach. Please. Yesterday. And keep Jordan Love. You got to get him a chance. Extend, Extend him. him. Pick up his option year. Make him your franchise. Show him you believe him. You show Aaron like you drafted him instead of getting Aaron some help. It's supposed to be how many quarterbacks in the first round? And the Packers are, what, going to have a top 15 pick? And Jordan Love's got one more year left on his extension. Man, they're, they're up on all of that, man. Because when you give up on Jordan Love, you're pretty much saying Aaron Rodgers was right. That's the worst thing. <laughs> Everything that's happened in the last three years, the last thing I ever want to say was Aaron Rodgers was right. Everything that's come out of his mouth, I never want to, I never want to have to like, you know what? Aaron Rodgers was right. I, don't even, I, I never want to say that. But, well, what did you, but if you give up on Jordan Love next year and you're either trying to move into that five, because right now, that, that, that win, I know, I know it felt good, Packer Nation. That was not a win you needed to get. You should have no. campaigned for Matt Stafford to come out and kick your little cheesehead asses because that was not a win you needed. <laughs> that third win, oh, you've clinched yourself out of that top three because, like I said, the Giants and 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 the and the Cardinals are going for it, and the Panthers they don't know they're going for it because they have no reason to tank, but they're going mm -hmm. for it. They're 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 mm -hmm. all in on getting the Bears. A top three pick, and the Bears themselves are all in on getting themselves a top five pick. That was a win that the Packers did not need. Now, an interesting question will pose to you. Say the Bears finish with two top five picks. Green Bay picks up that phone and it's calling because one of those quarterbacks is going to fall to one of those picks. Green Bay offers you a deal you can't refuse. Say they offer you a package of Three first-round picks, they throw in a couple seconds, three-thirds, two-thirds, and they offer you maybe the best player on their roster. Are you taking that? Say a Jerry Alexander's thrown in. And they, they talk about moving him. He's been injury-prone a little bit, but he's a good corner when he's playing. Or a Quay Walker or a Rashawn Gary who's healthy and looking good. What do you say to that? You know, I just said there's no trace. He has to go get some top-level rookies to build out this team and quit BSing around. But that type of package, that's a guy about a package. That's a package you cannot refuse. I would have to. I would, I would understand. I would understand. That's seven picks you just named out. Seven day – three day ones and another four in the, in the, second, in the second day of the draft. Holes probably won't be around to draft all those guys, but there's no way I can turn that down. I'm sorry. Plus, Jair Alexander? No. Nah. No. Nah, the team gets instantly better with just with that pick, with that player alone. I would have to go I, ahead I and propose, take that. I propose that because I've even heard from prior to this year's draft that the 2024 quarterback class is – Valued higher than the 2023 quarterback class. Even though CJ Strood has, has has surprised a little bit, I don't think Strood 
looking back at his Ohio State career and coming into the draft, I don't think Strew was as highly touted as Drake and Caleb are. Maybe not even as, as highly scrouted as, as, as Penix is. So I'm saying of those top three guys, those guys are going to land a haul if the Bears are interested in, in moving back with one of those picks. Man, that's but, something but like, I do not. The dangerous thing for Pose is uh, I, 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 I do think uh, his odds of returning are over 50. I think he's got good odds on returning, but the thing is, I think no matter what, no matter what happens, next year the clock is ticking on pose. I think that's fair mm-hmm. to say. So, like you mm-hmm. said, he may not be. You better be careful about acquiring all these draft assets, pose, because you may not be around in 2025, 2026 to draft these guys. So, I don't know what pose does if he's going to take the two best players available and if he start to try to restart his clock with a quarterback. Or does he still, you know, trade for the future? Yeah. So unlike, unlike his predecessor, he didn't, who didn't, who left the uh, cabinet pretty bare for him. He's going to at least leave, leave his uh, his replacement with a lot of stuff, you know, the the buy from the store. Football man comes in to to make these picks. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know. there will be no second round picks of, available though. That's the thing Paul's going to take with. Him. He's going to take all the second round picks. He's going to take those with him. Clearly, the man hates second round picks. I've never seen a GM just despise and devalue the second round the way Coles does. He wants to sleep in on the day, second day of the draft. That's what, that's that is. what it is. The first day of the draft is so intense to him. He says, I'm taking, I rest. I rest day two. I just haul his clothes day two. <laughs> Can't make me work if I have nothing to work with. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, we both got the Bears going to three and seven after this Thursday night game, and having a what ten day break before they got to go see the next the next team on their list, and they probably lose that one. But this has been a good episode. We <laughs> don't even have to ask who the next team on the list is. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I, don't I know they know. got the Lions coming up soon. We've avoided week, the line. Oh, you far. know what? That is the next one. That's week 11. That, we got Detroit. The I know Detroit. Detroit. We have, it's, it's, it's November, and we haven't seen them at all yet. So uh, here they here the Lions come. Oh, David Montgomery. David Montgomery, yeah. another guy who's throwing party shots. Uh, you get to see him. Everybody's happy to leave Chicago. They wasn't built right to be in Chicago. That's what that was. Um yeah, we got Detroit, then Minnesota, take a bye. Then we got Detroit again. So we go ahead and win this game. We go ahead and lose them three games. We lose. We, we don't like winning division games anyways. Go ahead and lose them three, and we're back in the conversation for the top three pick. Easy. I like the way that sounds. All right, Q. All right, Q. Let's, uh, let's go ahead. We can wrap right there. Bear Claw. Episode 45. Shout out Gary Fincy. Shout out Gary Fincy. Fox News.